Hey everybody, I'm Kevin Kelm coming to you from the NBC Tower in downtown Chicago. I just got off air with 101 WKQX and tonight I got to keep going because we got Bound for Glory with Impact Wrestling, one of their biggest pay-per-views of the year. It is a sold-out event from New York City and we're going to preview it on today's live stream. And for those listening to you on the podcast, you got to get a little bit of a preview of everything that's going on with Impact Wrestling. What's going on with them? Maybe you're watching the show on a delay. And we will talk about those other weekend stories in the world of wrestling, WWE, and beyond. I don't do it alone. A man who wrote a really great preview that's up now at WrestleZone.com. He jumps into a special weekend edition of WrestleZone Daily. Robert DeFelis, how are you? One second, he's going to queue up here, and here he is. Robert, are you uh, are you bound for glory, Robert? How corny is that I question? I am bound for glory. In fact, this is the beginning of my night because I'm doing the live coverage of Bound for Glory. So tonight's going to be a long one, and it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a long one, quite a, quite a card of action. We will get into that other big story going on in the world of wrestling, and there's a couple of them, some of them good, yeah. some of them a little crazy and hectic, and we'll get into those, and we'll do a, an abridged version of the show here. But uh, let's just get into that main story that's coming out. It's developing uh, by the day, by the minute, it feels like, is W. WWE and Saudi Arabia. We will get into impact. You see the graphic up there. Don't worry. We will touch on it. Uh, but I do want to talk about this WWE Saudi Arabia story and kind of get people's feelings on it as it's been developing. Lay out the whole story for me so we can kind of cover into it as we get, as we, you know, begin this special show. So as you know, um, there was a Turkish journalist who had gone missing and I, I, believe, I believe actually he was a Saudi Arabian journalist uh, who is at the Turkish uh, consulate in Turkey. And then uh, and then they believe that he was kidnapped and possibly killed at some point uh, by authorities either under, under the guidance of, of Saudi Arabia or connected with Saudi Arabia. Well, recently over the weekend, a lot of senators have reached out to WWE and said, do not do this show. And the specific show, if you don't know, is Crown Jewel coming out November 2nd in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. It's part of a long, long-term agreement with the country and the kingdom of Saudi Arabia that WWE has that's worth a lot of money. It's worth a, cons- a very considerable amount of money. Currently, they're scheduled for, I think it was a 10-event deal. This would be their second one. So they're technically under contract for eight more events after this. But a lot of senators are coming out and saying, don't do this show. Pause this show. We're on rough terms with the Saudi Arabians. Do not do this show. And and that's just based on the allegations that are developing by the day. By the day, there, there's more and more information coming out about this. And, of course, we're covering this over at WrestleZone.com. Uh, currently, reportedly, WWE is still on schedule to do this show. And that is the latest word coming from PWI Insider. Uh, and Dave Meltzer tweeted uh, this afternoon, uh, right around 1230, WWE says Saudi Arabia show is still on schedule. Uh, and they have uh, received some pressure from multiple senators, as you mentioned, including the senator who represents the the state of Connecticut, where they are based. Uh, and he said in a radio interview, I believe on Friday afternoon, he was very emphatic about saying that he did not support the idea of doing this. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think so many people have an idea what they think is going to happen, uh, but I don't know exactly what's going to happen here. What do you this think, is, Robert? This is so uncomfortable. And it's one of those things where... You give WWE a lot of slack, but you have to draw a line somewhere. And I understand there's a lot of people saying, well, this show gives them the money to pay Shawn Michaels and Brock Lesnar Mm -hmm. and John Cena. Listen, 
if WWE wants to make a strong statement, because remember, let's take personal out of the equation for a second. They have partnerships with the National Guard, the Special Olympics. The United Service uh, Organization, you know, the Susan G. Cummins fight against breast cancer, just many different. Cure. Yeah. All of that goes out the window if they do this show because it all just looks like smoke and mirrors when they're taking on this show under these tense circumstances. And I don't even think WWE can spin this like, mm. oh, well, we're being progressive and we're fighting the chain. You know, they can't you know spin what? this that way. I, I was on the other side of the fence uh, uh, until this story kind of came up where I know a lot of people came at WWE politically uh, on the social justice side of the issue of saying, why, why are you doing this show, the Greatest Royal Rumble, the first one, if you can't have women there? And then there was many people that said the only reason they're doing this, they're doing this evolution show is because they can't have the women with. And, I, and if that's the reason, fine. But I think they were going in that direction anyway. You know, I, I and I feel that no matter what, if WWE brought women there, uh, as Triple H said, he's been on the record saying this, that I feel soon that we would be able to do that. Now, that's all in the past because the whole story is different now. The whole the circumstances are different. The dilemma that we're in is different. And I I. This may bother people. I feel bad for the position that WWE is in right now. I feel very, very bad for them uh, because uh, no matter what anyone says, I'm not, I'm not, you know, kissing rump here or anything like that. I emphasize with them because uh, number one, this is a thing that would bring them to a whole new level. I mean, they're already an international multi-billion-dollar company, but this would have this deal and the deals they have with Fox and NBC and and how much the network is developed into an international thing. This would have brought them into a whole new stratosphere of being an entertainment thing where they then become something more than just the wrestling company, you know, and they, they become something all uh, I wouldn't say on a Disney level, but adjacent to that, you know, in the realm of like a high, you know, huge conglomerate of, of entertainment that can be influential in ways well beyond wrestling and finally do the things they've they've wanted to do like a, 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 a studio that's making films and different things like that the the ball would have gotten rolling and not saying that, that that still can't happen or that they aren't capable of that i just um think the position they're in is very unfortunate now another part of the story is it kind of develops by the day we mentioned the pressure that's on them from a lot of people to, to have this not happen is that on wwe.com it was listed uh, around noon today, around sometime around this afternoon. There is no link to purchase tickets through WWE.com currently. Now, that may have changed in the last hour or so. I know there was a venue change for this. That, that there was wasn't a venue change. They scrubbed all, all mention of Saudi Arabia from the show page earlier this morning. This is around about noonish. As far okay. as we know, the show is still happening. So, so right. now... I think they could just change venues. They could... They could put it anywhere. I even said, take this card, put this card on Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. Do something, but pause this relationship. And if guys like Brock Lesnar and Shawn Michaels, because that's the thing. Look who's on this card. Brock Lesnar, who has said, you know, he's very proud of his country. Shawn Michaels, whose father was military. You've got Randy Orton, who's in the military. Kurt Angle, Olympics. All these people would more be more than understanding, hey, then you change the money. The payoff won't be as big, but we'll make it up to you somehow. Yeah. If they go ahead and do this show. My my thing is, I think no matter what WWE does in this circumstance, there's gonna be a lot of people that are unhappy. You know, like no matter what they do, it there will be people that are upset. So if they do the thing that I think 
some people I, I don't I don't know if this is gonna happen, but there's some people on one side that really want this show not to happen in Saudi Arabia. Okay. So let's say the show still happens and it's not in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and then because it doesn't have that type of money and, and that type of, uh, of big over encompassing support behind it financially or whatever, do you then lose Shawn Michaels? Do you then lose Brock Lesnar? Where, how do they get paid? Uh, nope. you, like, they, are they off the card? I don't think you lose them at all because I think they have enough, you know, pride of their country and understanding that they yeah. would say, you know what? This is a special circumstance, especially a guy like I'm not Trump. saying that they're bought and sold or they don't have, you know what I mean? But I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's, it's a really awkward situation. In politics, this is not a good look for him if he goes over and does this show in Saudi Arabia for a payoff. Mm -hmm. A mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. All right, so I'm I'm jumping into your questions here uh, for you guys as you're you're looking at this. Uh, uh, Nick Boston says, "I agree. Put DX versus the Brothers of Destruction on Survivor Series." That's what some people are thinking here. Uh, 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 Carl Dennett saying, "It's it's it's a right mess. It's a right mess. It's a right mess. You're absolutely right. They're kind of in that situation. I don't, you know. I'm trying to make sure I know this. WWE Crown Jewel." equals dirty money i don't know if it's dirty money it's not dirty money i don't i don't buy that but it, it will give off that impression if they push forward under these circumstances mm, 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 mm. um jason michael campbell says wow i'm shocked you're on today but then again i guess maybe not since tonight is bfg yes bound for glorious tonight and also we have this big That's story right. with wb in saudi arabia and this was kind of developed especially more over the last two days, it's more and more information kind of came out. And we have touched on it a little bit on the podcast uh, that we normally do Monday through Thursday. Uh, so now for people waking up on Monday morning, they'll have this show. And for you guys watching on Sunday, you have it now. Uh, so it's just an awkward situation all around. Now, WWE does have some tour dates in Europe. Would they be that's, able to finagle that's something? what I think is going to happen. Because if they're not getting rid of the name Crown Jewel completely, what better place than the UK? Look, the World Cup thing still makes sense. Perfect. The yeah. Crown Jewel name still makes sense. You know what's not? You know what doesn't make sense? Getting a venue that quickly and being able to sell the tickets that quickly and being able to make that type of money with what would be, what, we have less than... Less, how many weeks do we have? Two weeks. Two weeks. I think we have two, three weeks. You, you'd have to sell. You'd have to sell so many tickets two weeks and do a complete. I wouldn't say marketing wise, a complete three sixty. You'd have to barrage a market in two weeks to sell. You know, tickets to like a twenty thousand seat arena and book it and get the insurance for it and get the production for it and uh, you know. But as we've seen through reliable sources like Dave Meltzer and PWI Insider, it seems like the show is still on. I don't know. I think as far as tickets, what a better fan base than the UK. What a more passionate fan base that would immediately sell out the show. I don't for know. this card. This card is amazing. I don't know. I don't know if they would immediately sell it out. I think they might. I have faith in the it card. It would do well. I'm not I'm not saying it wouldn't sell out. I'm saying it's just a challenge. And I, I think WWE is capable of meeting that challenge. But these are all Absolutely. hypothetical. Also, there's the talk of uh, this. The word's been going. There is some type of backup plan. Now, what that backup plan is, I don't know. But the hypothetical of them doing the show in Europe and you know staying with the route, the touring route that they already have, which has them doing uh, a Raw in England and I believe another Raw in England. If I look at their dates here, I just want to make sure we have that correctly. It Let's, might just be a Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, and if they're doing a Raw and SmackDown, I want to make sure I have their, their dates correctly here as I pull this up. 
now, what is the? Do we have any new information about this? Or are we up to date and on everything right now? As uh, far as I know, the last thing that came out was that certain superstars are uncomfortable with going, mm-hmm. which is a no-brainer. I'd be uncomfortable going as well. Mm. Under these circumstances, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm uh, looking ahead here at the schedule for what's coming up. All upcoming events and keep coming here. And it looks like, yeah, they do have shows in Europe that week. Like that would come up right after that. Um, now, could they rearrange everything? I don't know. You know, there'd be a lot to like be able to book that and get and get and get all that to happen. I think they could. Even if they push the date back to one of the, you know, UK tours, I think people would be more than understanding. Mm-hmm. This is a special situation. And I think people would actually be in support of WWE. The people who come out and want to bash them would say, hey, you did the right thing. You know, maybe you can't be bought off. Mm. Maybe you are as charitable as you seem. I think overall for their company, this is a better look for them than to just say, well, we booked the show. We got to do it. Currently, WWE is scheduled to perform a live event, non-televised, in Aberdeen, in Aberdeen, Scotland, excuse me, on Sunday, the Sunday, November fourth. The uh, the scheduled date for Crown Jewel in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, currently is November second. So this would line up with that. That would be that Sunday. Then they could move to a Sunday and do a show in Scotland. Uh, which and, and no rip to the great people of Scotland. It doesn't shout major market. I'm, I'm not being mean. But it's also the first time ever. I don't think they've ever done a pay-per-view from Scotland. No, they so haven't. there you go. Uh, the following Monday, they would be uh, Raw will emanate from the Manchester Arena in Manchester, England. Uh, that same arena will then host SmackDown live, uh, probably a taping, not airing live live, on, on uh, November 6th. And then they continue a tour. They'll also have a live event that same night in Leeds, England. And then they continue dates that whole week through the UK. Um, what do you think? I think smart money would be move it to the UK. I don't know if they do it, but if I had any say, they would move it to the UK. This is more important for them as a brand and just as, you know, as people with, you know, good conscience to move this show. Mm-hmm. I had the crazy idea. You want to hear a crazy idea I had? Just a crazy idea. Sure. Just a crazy sure. impulsive idea on, on this wild topic is what if WWE made Crown Jewel tribute to the troops? If you just want to play the pro- if it's just if it's a bad propaganda thing and you flip it in and out and you make tribute to the troops into like a real show. Not to say it's not a real show, but it's it's pure goodwill. You know, like the show is purely goodwill and has some very minor storyline consequences and you get a lot of multi-man matches. And if you did this as a like tribute to the troop show with these big big matches on it, wouldn't that be something? That would be something, but that would require them waiting till yes. December. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. And that I don't know if they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sean Palmquest says it would sell out. A smaller venue would be key. Uh, what about moving the show to a military base nearby the uh, area? Wow, that would be something. I don't know. If that, I don't, I don't probably think up the controversy. Yeah, it would. So, up the, it would. Know. It would become an international incident <laughs> if you took yeah. the show. And I, when I talk about it being tribute to the troops, I talk about it being tribute to the troops as that show has yeah. been presented yeah. in the United States and near a military base for military uh, officials of all the different branches of the United States Armed Forces and their families. 
That's been the routine the past few years. And some of those years, they've performed on a military base or on a ship. Now, the first few they would do, uh, and when they started doing it in the early 2000s, around the time of uh, the, the second Iraq war, uh, they, would, uh, they would present those uh, in foreign markets, in, in, in like near a military base in Iraq and Iran, and they did it in Afghanistan a few years. Uh, so I, I did not think of doing this in a military base. That would be crazy. That, like to do yeah, that in would, to do that in a military base like in, in Kuwait somewhere in the Middle East I would not I under these circumstances with this like this situation no I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't no then you're losing everybody yeah then we're losing everybody uh, let's see what you guys are thinking down in the chat uh, do you guys work for WWE no we work for WrestleZone.com and we have independent opinions so and that's another thing I, I the 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 feverish troll feed that people have felt to rush and just jump on WWC. I see what they're doing. They're so bad. Look how they look what they did to independent wrestling and they took this guy and they did that. But I love NXT, but that's not WWE. Like the oh man, the the, the frothing at the mouth of people on the internet who have just become so overzealous about this thing. It isn't a done deal. It isn't done. This thing's still coming together. It's still a, it's still a developing story. And until until action is actually made, some finality, let's we can we can be speculative, but I do it with a a a, a held regard. Is that fair, Robert? Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, do we work for WWE? Um who do you think wins the Chris Jericho Sea Cruise tournament? That's coming up in a few weeks. And the winner that of that is. the winner of that will get a shot at the Ring of Honor World Champion, Jay Lethal. Who do you think wins that? You know, I don't have the full lineup in front of me. I would have to go and check real quick. They got a lot of solid hands in that though. I think they have a lot of big hands. I you know, I'm thinking one of the Briscoes is due. I I, I would love to see one of the Briscoes challenge for the title. One Jay or Mark, either one has always had an exciting and underrated singles background. I would love to see that. That's just me. That's just my take. As I look it. at this list, I'm going with the Bullet Club and I'm going Hangman Page. You know what? That's the big one too. I thought I loved uh, the, the the little craftiness that Hangman Page pulled this recent week with helping Marty Scroll attack his opponent. As he came out and he had his, he had all the big fur, like the big like bird head gear on and you thought you were getting Marty Scroll making his entrance but no spring attack they pull a heel move and they get cheered who cares they're just cool right and you know big news about that as well that will be streaming on Fight TV on November third yes it will uh, what what are they a streaming for vengeance is what it's going to be called as a special which is a reference to a Judas Priest song so of course you know that's a Chris Jericho influence. Uh, people are into the idea that we presented earlier of uh, WWE Crown Jewel appearing in, in Scotland, of all places. Uh, but that does seem like the venue that would open up right away. <laughs> you know, like, like that it would, would definitely be taking the high road, wouldn't it, Kevin? Yeah, it would. Um, Kevin was happy about football. No, I was not happy about football today. My, <laughs> my, my Chicago Bears were not successful. They stopped, they stopped a ball at the goal line in overtime, but then lost a kick. You know, that's what we get. 
So let's just jump right into it. Impact presents Bound for Glory tonight. This is going to be from New York City. Uh, very odd time for the Impact in general. Some ups, some downs. They've had a pretty fair year, but their ratings on Pop TV for the Impact Weekly Show have taken a little bit of a hit. And recently, they've been moved from the 7 p.m. Eastern Standard slot to 10 p.m., which is not particularly strong for I them. Hate the, I hate this move. This is the worst thing that can happen to Impact and it's right as they're on the cusp of good things. Mm -hmm. And this is a huge hit. I don't see anyone saying, hey, it's 10 o'clock. Let's watch Impact until midnight. Is that you 10, know, is that 10 Eastern? Or is it, so that would be 9 p.m. Eastern. So that's 9 for you. That's yeah. not bad. 9 Central is not too bad. You know? Better, it, but it's better for you. But for a show starting at 10, when shows like SmackDown and NXT are usually ending around that time. Yeah. It shows less faith. It's not a primetime slot, mm. I don't think. Yeah, you, know, you you do make a point there. Uh, but that's where the ratings taking it happens. You know? And they just found out about this, I believe, this most recent week. So that, that, that change kind of affects them. But a lot going on and a lot of exclusive content leading in tonight's Bound for Glory over at, at WrestleZone.com. Uh, we have an exclusive interview up with Johnny Impact. And in that interview that I uh, taped with him, I believe on Thursday, uh, he talked about how the very controversial comments that Austin Aries made leading into tonight's world title match, some very controversial things that uh, moved the needle quite a bit and made some debate. As we're talking about the WWE Saudi Arabia situation, some people thought Austin Aries was out of line with some of the language he used on social media to reference Johnny Impact and to also reference Johnny Impact's wife. Well... I, I said this, I believe, when we streamed on Thursday. Aries is in a state of mind where he's very free. Mm -hmm. He's free to say whatever he wants, do whatever he wants. And you know what? It got people talking. And at the end of the day, that's what counts for Austin Aries. But at he's what cost? At what cost? Did it help the main event? Is this a more intriguing main event? Because uh, Austin Aries used words that socially most people feel are unacceptable. I think so. I think the idea was, I want to see Austin Aries get his ass kicked, mm. and you know, there's some truth to that. Maybe, maybe there... that's you know what Aries is going for. Where he's a really old, old school mind, and he's an old school soul. And I think, you know, he might be the guy who carries impact to the future. He's been doing a great job of it so far. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, taking your comments here as you guys are talking here about Impact Wrestling. Some people are into it. Uh, more wrestling on Wednesdays on WWE Network with NXT That's UK right. coming There's up. Some people talking about that uh, and saying, uh, Michael Shea saying, I got to hit the sheets at 11. So Impact is a no-go. They need a more accessible network. Uh, you know, Pop TV I is... Pop TV, though, has a lot of clearance. There are a lot of big cable systems across the country, and you can get the show... Yes, but they don't even have HD. But they, is it not in HD? Impact is not an age. I almost watched a show exclusively online. So, 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 and I watch it through, you know, the various different forms. I put it up in clip form and I've seen it on a DVR now and then, but I, I never notice when I'm jumping from screen to screen. I never really notice it sometimes unless I watch and a let's show. Be real. Pop came from the TV guide channel. So it's not like they're the greatest network for a show like impact. Mm, mm, mm. So while we're on the topic here, though, what do you think of tonight's big main event? I think Johnny Impact takes this title. I, I said this in the preview that I put up on WrestleZone.com. I think Johnny Impact is a marketable name. He's on Survivor. He's doing a lot of acting gigs. He's working for a lot of promotions. Put the title on him, 
and let's see how far he can take it. I said he won't be champion for long because I see Sammy Callahan mm-hmm. getting that belt soon enough. But I think Johnny Impact is the way to go. Now, you guys down in the chat uh, listening and you guys listening on the podcast as well, why don't you chime in? Chime in. Tell us what you think. Throw your comments in there. You can hit us up and on the Twitter if you're just listening to the podcast at uh, WrestleZone.com. Now, of course, some of you guys listening to the podcast may have already seen the show, already know the results, but you can go to WrestleZone.com for the latest if you catch bits and pieces of it. We got it all there. Also on the show is a six-man tag team match. This one really popped out to me. Brian Cage with the Lucha Brothers of Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. taking on OVE, Ohio versus everyone, and Sammy Callahan. What do you think of this match? I think... That one of these, there's two six man tags on the card. They both have hardcore rules, mm-hmm. and one of them is going to steal the show. But because of the sheer ability of Sammy Callahan, Pentagon Jr., Phoenix, and Brian Cage, as well as the tag team ability of OVE, I think this one might just run away with the whole show. Oh, because look at a guy like Sammy Callahan who has reinvented himself as this hardcore maniac Mm -hmm. after that horrible incident with Eddie Edwards and the baseball bat. And I think it's his year. I think it's his time. And I think impact is going to strap the rocket to him shortly after this event. Were you surprised he wasn't positioned into the main event on this show? 100% surprised. Yeah. I I was very surprised by that because he's had such a big year for them. Um, But I do think maybe he's had the issue of, of, I wouldn't say overexposure, but he just seems like he's everywhere. He's, he's in, he's in Lucha Underground. He's in MLW, and he's an Impact. Uh, and I don't think that's a bad thing, but I don't know how great it's being if all these, if you have this huge star and many other stars that are crossing over just like that on multiple shows that have all this momentum, you know, to them, but they're not, it, the, it's, it's not turning over on the other side. I'm not saying that they can't be special because they're certainly live draws. These are guys that, you know, thousands of fans are paying to go see live. Uh, but we need to see it turn over on that other side, on the other side of the screen, if you will. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think Sammy Callen is someone who's capable of that. The concrete jungle match. Impact would would benefit from a lot of uh, exclusive talents. Yes. I understand why they don't, but they would benefit. Yeah, but they're not in a position right now to sign people to exclusive deals. It just isn't smart for, for the individual right. wrestlers and the company right now. But I understand why they would benefit from it at the same time. They need to be a little bit more open. Concrete jungle match. What do you think of this one? This one has some crazy rules to it that we just this posted up is today. dangerous. What is this, this match? This is, um, first of all, it's LAX versus the OGs. And Conan is coming to to the ring for the first time in a long time. Some people might remember him from WCW and the NWO Wolfpack mm-hmm. days. Um, so the only thing in the ring will be the exposed boards Ooh. and the turnbuckles, the exposed turnbuckles. We got no ropes. No ropes, no padding. Uh, you got a lot of New York natives in Queens, New York, getting ready for a fight. This one is going to be so brutal. Yeah, And what a beautiful finale for this feud. But I'm excited to see what else the tag team division has going for it. But not before they end this one with some blood. And it, I think LAX wins it. Mm. And I don't know. You don't think the OGs just, get this one? Nope. I think it's time for the younger talents to shine. I love Homicide. Mm-hmm. Hernandez is great. But I think it's LAX's night. Uh, now, we also have Taya Valkyrie taking on Tessa Blanchard. Am I correct in that? Am I reading this correctly? Correct. Yes. I, I. Why did I think that match already? No. Did they do this match once on TV already? 
Um, they might have done it on TV, but this is this is for the championship. Okay. Tessa Blanchard is she won the title shortly before All In. I saw when this match when the build to this started. I I, I think I got like five minutes into this week's episode, so um, I I don't mind. People are gonna cor- correct me on that. But what do you what do you think of this match? Taya Valkyrie has been a big star, been all around the world, a huge huge with the Luchador fans. Uh, now kind of making that transition. Tessa Blanchard had a big year with Mae Young Classic, but it didn't turn into a WWE deal. So you you have people that are uh, trying to fulfill all the potential they have in this match on both sides. I agree, but I, I said this in my preview. Tessa Blanchard is the blueprint of what the perfect women's wrestler is. Mm. And I think she needs to keep this championship for a long time because she can elevate this knockouts division to new heights while also expanding her own legacy. And I think she is just the greatest female wrestler not signed to WWE right now. Mm-hmm. Some other people don't agree with all of our predictions here. Uh, James Ho says he he says I LAX to lose. Um, uh, some people are, are definitely excited about that very very violent yeah. match there that they're they're presenting here. Uh, and they they really think this LAX match against the OGs is going to steal. It has a lot I of intensity to it. I I, th- I think people are just going to be sold on the intensity and the violence that there's promised. This is promised by Impact on their Twitter to be brutal and violent. All right, you don't just use those words lightly. Um, uh, some some different uh, TNA Impact questions here. Do we see uh, Jeff Cobb in Impact or Lucha? No, Jeff Cobb is currently the Ring of Honor Television Champion. He defeated new WWE signee, reportedly Punishment Martinez, and you could actually see that on our Facebook. Correct, our Fridays of Honor mm-hmm. has. Jeff Cobb versus Punishment Martinez. Just watch it. It's over on our YouTube channel as well, so you guys can check that out as well. So, uh, I want to stay on top of the questions here. Is Jericho's is Jericho okay. Eli Drake's right. mystery opponent? This is the one I was so, just scrolling up to see this. Now, Eli Drake has an open challenge. Now, we're going to get a surprise appearance here, uh, and the speculation has been that Jericho will cross the proverbial line that he apparently said he would never do, but he's done already. He's, he did the all-in show. He did it. He did a show in the United States. It wasn't WWE, and he wrestled for WWE earlier this year at the Greatest Royal Rumble while he was the New Japan Intercontinental Champion. No, he didn't win it yet. He didn't win it, it yet. After the Omega match. Uh, after the, it was, he won. But it was after he was yeah. already working for them. You know, so so yeah. he's definitely like going all over the place. He has the cruise, he has the band, he has the podcast. He is a true wrestling rock renaissance man. What happens here? Do we see Chris Jericho tonight? I say we don't see him. I'll be surprised, and I don't mind being wrong. So there's a reason that I didn't cover this in my preview because I didn't want to drone on about Jericho fantasy booking, but I'll cover it here. I don't think he'll be Eli Drake's mystery opponent. I do think that will be low key, Mm. but I do think that if we're going to see Chris Jericho at impact wrestling, is there any other night to do it than bound for glory and sold out in New York city? Yeah. I don't know if we see it, but I hope I'm wrong. I'm on the side. I hope I'm wrong. I'm I'm just on the side that we don't. Uh, I mean, if the cruise of Jericho just needed the pop and it was it was something, but from from all metrics that we're seeing, 
from our side without even seeing the exact sales. Seems like it's selling very, very well. And people are putting down a pretty penny to have this vacation of a lifetime with rock bands and the Ring of Honor and Impact and, and Jericho we having a match and, and all Impact these things. If be on the cruise. Excuse me? We do know that Impact will be on the cruise. And they'll be and taping. Johnny Impact will be on. Yeah, and Sammy Callahan and Marty Scroll are going to have a, 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 a fight, a hardcore fight on the deck. They're going to fight on the deck. And I, I fear that someone's going to end up in the ocean. Uh, but I don't think Jericho will be crossing the line and going in Impact Wrestling tonight. I just don't see it. I, You know what? You never know. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to say no out of the side of common sense, but mm. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, of course, we will have full and complete coverage of Bound for Glory tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can get it through fight.tv or impactwrestling.com. It is 39. Traditional pay-per-view. Yeah, our traditional pay-per-view. It is $39.99. Uh, how did they beat that price point? So many people are used to the $10 a month type um, deal. Uh, the price point hurt me a little bit, mm-hmm. but you know what? Because you've been so I used think... to the $10 a month. You've been so used to yeah. that. Again, if you can get WrestleMania for $10, it's hard to justify much you, else. You know what? If if WWE took WrestleMania off the network, I wouldn't feel cheated. You know? Like I if, wouldn't it, either. if it was if they did that with a handful of pay-per-views, I'd still be like, "Oh, this is still cool." And you'd still get a bunch of content and stuff like that too. Right. Uh, but I understand where Impact's in a completely different position. They can't just throw it up on the Global Wrestling Network and expect everyone to jump on there at a price point of what $5 a month. Um and what is the turnover from when it's on pay-per-view to when it's on the Global Wrestling Network? I believe it's a good month. A good month. So that's not too bad, you know? Like, if you're a Laps fan, like, I, I'm like that with NXT. I won't watch it for, like, two weeks or sometimes, and then I'll watch a bunch of it. And like, and I'll watch all of it. Like, Yeah, I'm, I usually binge watch right before TakeOver. I, I binged, um, like, two episodes of Mae Young yesterday. So so it's like the with the time and everything, and I'm here at 101 WKQX, and we got our big – we have some big concerts coming up at the beginning of December. Look it up, 101wkqx.com. We're going to be at the Aragon. There's a lot going on with that. So much. So much to balance here. But Impact Wrestling will have live coverage of it. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, let us know if our predictions are right. All right? So so you have you have Impact. We both have Johnny Impact winning the, the title, correctly, Correct. the world title. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we both think that LAX is going to get going to win that the concrete jungle match. Uh, the six-man tag team match, I see Brian Cage and Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix winning that match. Uh, tell me OVE. Um, to OVE. Uh, tell me more about this realm of the undead. Ellie is going to the realm of the undead. I don't know. Oh. What, ex- there's no real prediction there. What's the winner there? I don't e- exactly know. Yeah, I don't know. I see it being like a final deletion segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Father James Mitchell will be involved. He just inducted Abyss into their Hall of Fame last gonna night. He's going to throw a fireball at somebody. He's throwing a fireball. There's a good possibility. We know that Sue Young, the undead bride, has, you know, taken Madison Rain, put her in a coffin. She took Rosemary, put her Lady in a Undertaker, Sue Young. Yes. Lil Miss and Undertaker. Allie goes to the realm of the undead. I don't know if this will be a spread out during the night. I don't know if this will be, you know, one straight segment, but it should be interesting. Interesting. I'm not going to gonna down it too much. I, yeah. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, these have either been really good or really bad. So there's, that, that's the way yes. I take these things, uh, especially with these like pre-filmed type elements that they're they're trying to continue to do. Uh, also on this card, we we didn't give an exact prediction though. Uh, Tyre Valkyrie, Tessa Blanchard. Who do you think wins that match? Tessa Blanchard all the way. Mm. 
Mm, mm. I, I, you know, I think you're kind of right. I think uh, I think Tyler will get close, but I think Tess is the way to go. A lot of shakeup and upheaval tonight with Impact Wrestling. Once again, we'll have live up-to-the-minute coverage at WrestleZone.com. And if you're not watching the show and you just want to see what's going on, we'll have complete coverage of all the results and everything. Uh, up-to-the-minute uh, situation with this uh, WWE Saudi Arabia situation, which may, ch- which may change by the time you're listening to this podcast or watching this show, if you're watching it later on, it may change. So uh, stay tuned to WrestleZone.com for the latest on this. That is Robert DeFeos. You can follow him on Twitter. Robert, where do they go? At Dude Felice. That is D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. Yeah. And I am Kevin Kellum. You can follow me on Twitter at Kev Kellum, K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M. And, of course, follow WrestleZone at WrestleZone.com. Not just at WrestleZone, at WrestleZone.com. We're very responsive there. We don't just post stuff. We actually talk to fans and stuff like that. Uh, I do have one final thing to get into. And I wanted to get into this. I almost I almost forgot we weren't going to cover this. But I do want to know, what do you think of the big news coming out of Friday? And this one made me just my hands get sweaty. As a big fan, I wanted to see this match immediately when the WWE Intercontinental Champion, Seth Rollins, who's been having some of the best matches for WWE this year, at the Ace Comic Con, I was in the room at Navy Pier, you know, general Q&A. Hey, who do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Like, what's your dog's favorite this? Like, do you like the bears? He asked a bunch of, like, fun softball questions, and it was very cool. And then one fan asked a very exciting question, which prompted a lot of headlines and a lot of discussion and a lot of people coming to WrestleZone and asking us about it. And that was when he was asked who would he like to face outside of the WWE, he said the cleaner. Kenny Omega. Boom. That's what he said. He said he wants to face Kenny Omega because Seth Rollins believes he's the best in the world and wants to prove it. A Rollins-Omega match. I know it's just a dream match, but come on, man. I don't I don't, I don't. think you can come up with a bigger dream match right now in wrestling in terms I, of I what you can right get. Right now, there is no bigger dream match unless you throw AJ Styles into that specific equation. But if that match were to happen... I think there's only one place to do it, and that's MetLife Stadium. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Now, a lot of people, the, the big thing about this, uh, you, know, you know how I get on I get on the Boo Birds, and I get on the Trolls, just running out from underneath the bridge. Uh, immediately, they say, if they do this in WWE, it's going to be ruined. It's going to be the worst match. And someone referred to it as the WWE prison. A prison. WWE's I, a I prison. I saw a lot of people crapping on Seth Rollins on... Oh, he's not the best in the world. He's a Triple H suck-up, I read. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins is very much the best in the world. I love Kenny Omega. Love that match with Okada. He didn't go two hours with four different guys in a gauntlet match. Yeah. And, uh, Seth both, Rollins is great. Both those guys that kind of stirred the flame, Kenny Omega kind of responded to the story as well. Uh, and it was just very intriguing. And it was a very crazy day for us at WrestleZone when that kind of came out. And it was just because fans got so into the idea of the conversation, which I think are sometimes the funnest stories to, to, to write and report and to discuss. Just the idea of just this hypothetical match that fans would want to see. Uh, and it reminds me of the days of WCW versus WWE and the height of the Monday Night Wars when they were actually two different groups. And you would just immediately go like, oh, I want to see Sting versus Taker. I want to see... Goldberg versus Austin and this has a little this has a very similar situation to me but it's a lot more exciting when one of those guys who's just known for having for lack of a better phrase burn it down matches just barn burner matches and he wants to have a match with somebody else who's had those matches and another group it's just exciting when you see that like and you never thought this could happen and if it happens 
That would be something else, wouldn't it? So I'm putting you on the spot. Who wins? Kenny Omega or Seth Rollins? If it's in New Japan, it's Kenny Omega. If it's in WWE, it's a dusty finish and we get another match. <laughs> you know, like, the, like if it's in WWE, and that's the part where people say, it'll be ruined. You can have a match that doesn't have a conclusive finish and that doesn't. You know, I love how people, like, they can watch a great match for 30 minutes. These guys just going all over the place, telling a wild story and doing every insane move and every just, oh, just kicking out at the last second. And you're just exclaiming and your your, your blood is boiling. And it, But then they did this finish and the whole thing sucks. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, it, like, immediately they can just lose it. So I would think in WWE it would be uh, a, a more drawn-out storyline. And I'm not saying that New Japan wouldn't do that. Uh, but New Japan would draw it out in a different way because their television and their media, uh, their, the way they distribute their content is completely different. Uh, so WWE, would, I think, would have to tell it through a lot of vignettes in the same way that we saw them build up this recent Triple H-Undertaker match. There was a couple of, of segments in the ring, and we'd have that. Uh, you know, I would love to, you know, New Japan very fond of those press conferences to tell their stories. Wouldn't that be exciting? Wouldn't that tension? Let's have some fun with this. Who's to say that WWE isn't feeling charitable and didn't say, all right, on loan, here's (gasps) former Ring of Honor. Don't, don't you, don't you tease me like that. Square Garden. Oh, I I, know. That's, no, that's not, you know what? I'm going to say that's absolutely not happening. That's just, that's just a part of me. Never say never. Never say never. Never say never. Now, you look like Seth Rollins. Do you think he could take Kenny Omega? I absolutely think he could take Kenny Omega. <laughs> um, it's just a hypothetical match. You can read about exactly what Seth Rollins said, what Kenny Omega said about this potential dream match over at WrestleZone. Excuse me? What you, you cut out there a little bit. what Tommaso Ciampa said. Oh, Tommaso Ciampa said, why don't we make it a triple threat? And you, you know, this guy can come, this guy can come, and they can face the greatest sports entertainer of all time. <laughs> He's hanging on that, yeah. So even Tommaso Ciampa is throwing his uh, his ends in there. Um, what's uh, one last question here? What's your favorite WWE game? And we're gonna ask what our favorite games are. You just did a big review of WWE 2K19. I just did a review of WWE 2K19, and my favorite game of all time would have to be. WWE SmackDown, here comes the pain. PlayStation 2. Love. Is that one of the first ones where they had the Hell in a Cell in it? That is one of the first ones where they had a proper Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I was into that. I, I played a lot of that game. I played a lot of that specific game. Now, I know a lot of people are fond of this one. In terms of the Royal Rumble option on it, on the Nintendo 64, No Mercy. No Mercy. No Mercy is an incredible game. It's just it's one of the best like you and four other people play it type games. Now, man, you can do that with a lot of other things, but I I think maybe that was just more the simplicity of it, and you could just follow along, and it was you your guy got eliminated, you just jump in, you just play another guy in the match, and you could do that with any game. But it was kind of like the first time where it, it felt like a, a game really embraced the fracas of of a multi man match, and it really lent and it really itself helps to that. that the business was hot at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, worst game ever. Worst wrestling game I've ever played, WCW Thunder. That game is atrocious. It is. Yeah, it is a game that it, it it's a game that plays like they spend less than three months putting it together, and it's all just like the graphics look okay, but there's four moves for every dude. And the the play by play is awful. It just says the move over, and you're only doing four moves, so you're hearing the same thing over and over again. Pile driver, kick, punch, 
pile driver, power kick, bomb. power bomb, power bomb, power bomb. It's like, why would you play it? Like, there was games that were like 8-bit games that were better than this game, which I think was only PS1 or PS2. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, PS1 for Thunder. Mm, uh, Kevin, can I hear your super, can I hear, can I hear your super Mark Neckbeard voice? Well, why the would I do that? Why would I, why would I pander to the fans when I know that the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top 500 does not pander to fans and respects wrestling as an art form oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. not sports entertainment? I am a fan of professional wrestling and professional Ooh. wrestlers, and I don't like when women and children are also at the matches. <laughs> I don't like it. My mom is going to pick me up from the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. You got your request there, Smitty Smith. You asked for me to do a voice. Some people saying WWF right. inside in your house. That's a great game. Yeah, we're going into all this stuff, though. But let's wrap it up. You guys can get everything you want to know about wrestling at one spot and one spot only. That is WrestleZone.com. His review of WWE 2K19. Full coverage of Bound for Glory and the latest on the developing WWE Crown Jewel situation with Saudi Arabia are all there now. Thank you for supporting us. If you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, subscribe. If you're just streaming it, subscribe. Give us five stars on iTunes or any podcast app that you listen to us on. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, uh, click like on this video. Video. The, the more reactions our videos get positively, more people see them and defeat the infamous algorithm. Yes, the heavyweight champion of Facebook is the algorithm. And if you help us defeat that, more people can see what we're doing. We'll be back Monday afternoon at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, right around then, with a new show. A lot of comedians will be on the show. I know Robert will be joining me at some point this week. And a lot to get into. All right, so keep your eye on WrestleZone.com for the latest. Robert, as I always ask you, and we, you know, we, we're, we're worried about the news here, but we need to remember to do this. No matter what, we need to remember this one thing. What's that, Kevin? <sighs> just, just breathe in on a Sunday and enjoy wrestling. <laughs>